Hello, welcome back to the Play Hard Podcast. I'm uh, your host, Trevor, and I'm with my mom, Pam. How's it going, Mom? Good. Have a good week. How about you, Trevor? A great week. Um, so today's uh, today's topics we're going to talk about are the huddle, which is a social group that we are in, and also we're going to do pitch and catch, was where we talk about. Um, a list of things we like, our top five. So uh, it's going to be a good episode, and I'm glad you're here listening with us. Stay tuned. Okay, this is Pam, and I'm here to talk about my contribution to the huddle this week, which is my cousin's reunion. And I know it's not something that happens all the time, but it has been happening pretty regularly since 2005. So that's a pretty long time to have the same event every year. Um, My mother was one of eight kids for my grandma, Nellie. And there I am, therefore, and they all had kids. And I am number 15 of my 28 cousins. My oldest cousin, number one, is Danny. We call him Danny. Everybody else calls him Dan. But he decided after my grandma died that he did not know very many of the youngest cousins. He knew me uh, because he had a sister my age, but he didn't know a lot of the ones a lot younger than me very well. And he decided that he would like to get to know them better. So he decided a reunion was in order and we've enjoyed it so much. (laughs) We really have. Um, It um, we usually meet in the after in the morning and, and during the day for a golf scramble. And then um, not everybody goes to that. Um, a lot of people do. A lot of people don't. I've probably only gone four years out of all those times to the golf scramble because I'm just not a golfer. <laughs> and, you play when you go? Uh, when I go, I do play. Yes. Yes, I do play. But my ball is seldom the one they pick for the next shot because I'm just not that good. <laughs> and I'm usually yeah. with a couple of good golfers. So they kind of mix the teams up that way. So you got bad golfers That's and good, good golfers in one set. Yeah. So I have a good time with my cousins anyway. Um, it's just two hours away. So if my husband's going to the reunion part in the evening and he's not going to the golf outing, then it's two trips up. So we usually, I haven't been, I don't go every year. So, um, Mm -hmm. and then in the evening we have a cookout and it usually is at my cousin Becky's house because she has a shelter house on a pond and it's real nice outdoor event. And, but sometimes it's, um, if Becky's been on vacation or somebody in her family has been sick, then she has been at my sister's house, Kim, but this past year for the first time we had it at my parents' farmhouse because my nephew had bought the farmhouse and he was anxious to have people over. So we, and I think my cousin Becky was also had illness in her family. So we, um, Mm -hmm. ended up at the farmhouse last past year. So, um, when was it? Was it? It's always the last Sunday, last Saturday in June. It's always the last Saturday. Oh, in June. cool. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm usually well. In the beginning, Danny planned activities, but then he figured out that I was enjoyed game planning. So I've been planning the activities for the past several years, and uh, I've done mm-hmm. trivia games about the family, and we've played that one several times at the reunion, and different other yeah. games. But I try to keep it relevant to the to who's there. So anyway, it's usually. You started out being one generation, just my cousins, and then it became um, the second and the next generation. Um, our kids would start going. And then now it's even the, the kids' kids are there. So it's really three generations of people that go. So it's really fun. And we, uh, yeah. we have a good time. So anyway, so that's my contribution to the huddle this week is my cousin. When, 
when you guys were uh, younger, how often did you see your cousins? Well, <laughs> my mom, like I mentioned, my mom was one of eight and Danny's mom didn't live in town. Uh, she lived out of town and um, my aunt Kate lived out of town and my aunt Betty lived out of town, but the rest of the kids all lived around. So we saw them, I would say weekly, um, oh. the rest of the, of the kids, but the, the three uh, were out of town. So we didn't see them as much, but we always got together at the big holidays, Christmas and um, Thanksgiving and Easter. And we even did mother's yeah. day, you know, but that's, uh, but those are the, we always birthday got parties with the cousins. No, not, no, we did not do birthday parties. I only had one birthday party in my entire life and I was six years old and it was neighborhood kids. So yeah, it was not, we celebrated with just our immediate family. We didn't really have parties like, like we have had since you guys have been around. So, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, cousins reunions and uh, it's uh, usually a good time. So (laughs) yeah. hmm. Very cool. Mm -hmm. How about you? Um, so my contribution to the huddle is going to be uh, my disc golf board. So I've talked about my disc golf club and I've talked about being on the HOA board. Uh, but this I am this time I'm going to talk about um, disc golf board, which is a little bit different than actually just playing the disc golf club. Disc golf club, I, uh, you know, um, I play disc golf every week against, you know, people that are my friends. It's great. Um, but in order to make those events happen and all the, uh, you know, all the administrative stuff that goes on, um, and whenever you have a club of people, that's, you know, 70 people big, um, then you have to have, yeah, we have, yeah. Last year was 70 and we expect to have more this year. So, um, it's growing. Yeah. It's, it's big, big time. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, organization, administrative administration that has to happen when you have a club that big. Yes. So um, I got roped into being a treasure. I had treasure experience in my days at HOA board. Now I'm a treasurer of the disc golf club. Oh. <laughs> and, yeah. So COVID happened, obviously. Um, and so we have, um, you know, we've had this disc golf club for a couple of years now. And people have, you know, joined the club, you pay a little bit of money. Um, and then like, if you're not a member and you play that week and you pay you know, a little extra so that it goes towards the club, pretty much we don't like, we don't make much money, but it accumulated over the whole time of COVID. We didn't really use much of it because couldn't go do things, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of things were shut down. So, um, we have like a decent amount of money now and now we're trying to figure out what to do, what kinds of uh, things we want to do with it. So some of the ideas are, you know, try to um, talk to the city council about putting a new disc golf course in to a, uh, you know, a, a different park um, and where we'd like match some of the money. Like we, we give some of the money from our club towards it. So maybe that would entice the, you know, the, uh, the council to vote. Yes. Um, nice. yeah. I, um, the other things would be like by our club, uh, like portable disc golf baskets so that when we have like events, we can take them with us and, you know, have pop-ups like that. The, kind of uh-huh. thing. Um, the problem there becomes storage, like where are you going to store them? 
oh, you have no no shortage of people that would love a portable disc golf basket at their house. <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what happens. We buy it, and then it goes to somebody's house. I see. So, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, there's a as a you know the treasure I've um, and I, I inherited it from a guy who was just the most organized, like the, like he ran, he pretty much ran the club. Like he did so much for the club and now he's, he's in the military and he's moving to Illinois. So, uh, um, yeah. So he, he will be sorely missed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm not, it's not going to do as much as he did. So it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, several people filling his shoes. But I don't know. It's fun. The other people on the board are all my friends. Um, we were all elected, um, you know, yeah, in general, my experience has been the people that play disc golf are just, you know, easygoing, fun people. Um, and you know, our group, our club is no exception. Good. So yeah, it's great. Um, and I don't have to be the leadership. I just have to count the money. Yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. it's fun. It's a lot less stress than the, uh, you know, we're, uh, it's orders orders of magnitude less money than what was going on with the um, the uh, HOA board. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, yeah. a lot less transactions. It's just it's a lot less stressful, which I appreciate. Right. Yes. Yes. I don't know. It's fun. Uh huh. Good. Okay. All righty. Hello, uh, welcome to the pitch and catch portion of the program. Um, so for today's pitch and catch, it was my idea. Um, it was, it is the, uh, it is book series. So I prefer when I read a book, first of all, I listen to most of my books, but when I listen to my books, I like them to be part of a series because I don't like, you know, meeting new characters every time I read a book. Just a lot of work. I just have to... I mean, I get invested in people and then if the book ends, I would like to, um, you know, keep it going. So, um, yeah, that's my... uh, So this was my idea, um, the the book series. I have read so many book series that I cannot... I can only pick five, which is really hard. So I'm going to preface this by saying... This is my favorite book series right now. If you were to ask me two weeks ago or in two weeks, I might have changed my mind. Or possibly but, two hours uh, later and you have time to think about it, which is what's going to happen to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, so I'm going to say honorable mention. Honorable mention for me is Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. Didn't make the top five this time. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't want any, uh, everybody thinks I'm a Potter hater. I think it's great, <laughs> but other ones don't. Okay, so what's your number um, five? So without further ado, but, you know, that's a big buildup. There are five books here that I think are better than Harry Potter. But, um, <laughs> like I said, it's right now. Um, so my number five is the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. Um, it is a book series. It's like a fantasy book series that 
you know, Stephen King, who obviously traditionally writes horror stories. So there's definitely some elements of, um, you know, horror and suspense in it. Um, it's just, it's just kind of wild. And um, I just think the writing is so good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it's weird. It's a weird book series. I have, you know, I've recommended it to people and some people love it and some people don't. So, okay. um, okay. but yeah, my number, uh, Five is the Dark Tower series. Okay. I did put Harry Potter series down by J.K. Rowling um, because I read that at the same time my kids were reading it and it's uh, therefore has special memories for me, you know. So I really did. We, I mean, we buy those like books. No, <laughs> I knew you'd loved it anyway, but we, um, we would buy the books as fast as they came out and uh, just pass them around and <laughs> try to read them. And our, um, I've only read them once, but I know our daughter has read them many, many times. So, but uh, I like to read books once and then I don't like to go back and read them again, but uh, um, a lot of people do. So I, I put down Harry Potter as my favorite. And I really didn't love the movies after reading the books because I had in my mind what the pictures of the characters were. And then they kind of put them in the movies yeah. and ruined it for me. So, you know, but I love the book series. So. Not your number four. Yeah, Taylor. I definitely like the books better than movies. Yeah. Um, so my number four is the uh, Spellmonger series by Terry Mancor. So this one was a um, like an independent author, I guess. It didn't, I don't think it had a publishing company initially. Well, Audible picked it up, and Audible did um, like so. There's like the only place you can listen to it is on Audible, right? Okay. Audible has gotten me with so many of these series, um, like an Audible <laughs> original series, right? Uh-huh. Um, and it is, um, yeah, it's it's just, it's a, another fantasy book. I think most of these, if not all of them, are either sci-fi or fantasy. Um, the um, premise is that these evil guys, this, evil powerful guy tries to you know take over the world and then this uh wizard called um this um spellmonger which is just a you know wizard a traveling wizard that goes and like you know helps out local farmers and stuff like that um he happens to be at this castle that the evil guy is trying to attack and he has to save the day and then he just keeps getting more and more powerful as he, you know, picks up various things. And it's just very funny, well-written. Um, and it's just a lot of world building going on and I'm hooked now. So um, <laughs> I've been reading that for a few years and I, I just uh-huh. really like it. So spell okay. longer. Okay. Number four. Number four for me is the author Sue Grafton has a alphabet series that I enjoy. A is for alibi, B is for, I forget, burglar. Well, I don't know, but um, they yeah. were something that I listened to. It was probably the early, one of the earliest audio books that I read. And um, I could listen to them in front of the kids because they weren't anything too graphic or bad, you know, so they could hear some of them too. Um, but I really, she never got through the whole alphabet before she died of cancer. Uh, but the, she had a main character named Kinsey Milhone, who was a detective, um, a single girl that lived across from this old man who helped take care of her a little bit and, you know, cooked her meals. And, um, if anybody was bothering her, he'd take care of it, you know, that kind of thing. So it was, it's just, a, it's kind of got a little home down home feeling, but yet it's a, it's a mystery also. So with interesting characters, I usually like interesting characters. So. 
uh, Sue Grafton, um, Kenzie Milhone stories, which were the alphabet mysteries. So. Awesome. <laughs> um, my number three is the Broken Empire trilogy by Mark Lawrence. Okay. Um, it is really good. It is. Um, oh, so it's there's a there's a guy who is a prince um, and he runs away from home. You find out throughout the book, he runs away from home. He leads these bandits and just causes mischief. Um, and eventually he tries to take over the world. It is I think a weird I read book. one of the, some of those. I think I read. Yeah. Some well, you read the, I know you definitely read the, like the red sister or whatever. Yes. Um, yes. Which is uh-huh. the same author. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. It's the same author. So this one the Broken Empire series is it's so it's set in the distant future after like a fallout scenario, right? Where you know the world gets bombed to the Stone Age, like literally almost like they they all live in castles and stuff like that. Um, and then they call it the Broken Empire because there are a hundred different kings and princes that um, are all like fighting each other all the time. Um, and they're all trying to take over. Uh, and this one is, this guy is particularly clever. Um, and he just wins in clever ways. And I really appreciate that. He <laughs> is, it's weird because he does so many evil, terrible things, but he's root for him. I don't know how to explain it. Um, so I don't know. It's, uh, it's a fun book. Broken or broke book series. Uh, Broken Empire by uh, Mark Fox. Okay. I am going to say for number three, because I've been reading a lot of him lately, is um, the Mitch Rapp series, which originally was by Vince Flynn, but Vince has passed on and Kyle, somebody writes the books now. I forget. Kyle Mills. Kyle Mills usually writes, is, but the Mitch Rapp series, Mitch is a guy that didn't have any family, so he got taken into the um, kind of the outside edge of the government. He kind of works for the CIA and the president of the United States kind of undercover and he knows lots of languages and lives lots of uh, fighting and does lots of um, he's very smart. He's very clever and he's very good with his very physically fit and very good with his um, yeah. battle ways. And he's just, it's just something quite unbelievable at times, <laughs> but it's a, he's a, it's an interesting character. So it's a, yes, yes, yes. So, and Trevor got me interested in those and uh, I read those for a long time and I stopped reading them. And then I said, Oh wait, there's one I haven't read. And, and turns out it, this Kyle guy has, has uh, taken up uh, his writing for him. So it's interesting. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good job. Yeah, I do too. I do too. So, okay. So um, number two, Trevor. Number two for me is red rising by Pierce Brown. Um, the premise of that is it's a, um, there are different levels of society, uh, based or like, um, the, the red sect is the ones that like do all the mining and stuff like that. And it's like, it's like a class system, right? And like the red is like the lowest class. Um, and then all it goes all the way up to the gold and the golds are like, um, you know, the highest class. They've been genetically modified to be awesome. And um, pretty much it's a revolt by the Reds 
um, and all the other lower classes to um, to take over. It's like it's a little bit like um, gosh, what's the what's the Mockingjay? What's what's that? Um, Oh, I want to say Twilight, but that's not it. Hunger Games. Hunger Games, like Hunger yes. Games. <laughs> I call it like Hunger Games for adults. I don't know. It's just more okay. intricate. Not on adults in that it's like you know, dirty, nasty stuff, but it's it's just more intricate than Hunger Games is. Okay. Um, and I just really like it. Here's Brown. Okay. Red Rising. All right. My number two is by Lee Child, and it's Jack Reacher, the Jack Reacher series. I like Jack Reacher. He's an, another interesting character. He's ex-military, big guy. Um, once again, I don't love... Theme. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is. I just like interesting characters, but uh, this um, guy usually just does good. He doesn't... Uh, is it interesting to get back in the military? He doesn't have a lot of friends. He just kind of goes around and does good. And uh, the... Uh, <laughs> They're, they did a movie series and they used um, Tom Cruise as uh, Jack Reacher. And in my mind, Jack Reacher is this great big guy who's just, you know, and Tom Cruise is just not that great big. So it's kind of, no. he, he does good in the movies, but in my mind, he's not the typical person that J Jack Reacher looks like. Once again, I prefer the books that to the movies because I don't like to, when my point of view has been changed, <laughs> they don't look at the yeah. same way. So. But uh, but Lee Child's a very good author, so he, a lot of his things are very good. But uh, in particular, I like the Jack Reacher story. So cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so my number one right now, prefaces by saying right now, um, <laughs> is the Expeditionary Force by Craig Allenson. Okay. Um, so the premise of this is that so first of all, this is a Another like independent author that got picked up by Audible that's like Audible original now. Um, so the only place you can listen to it is on Audible. And Audible always gets the best narrators, which is part of why I like all this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, the premise of this is that he is, or there's a um, aliens attack. The um, and, and other aliens come and get those first aliens, you know, away. So the the um, human or the humans decide to join this um, this you know the saving alien race. Well, that wasn't a great move. And one thing leads to another. The humans find a uh, an artificial intelligence that they name Skippy, and it's just very wit. Like the ban banter between the main character and Skippy is just very witty. <laughs> and they do some crazy sci-fi stuff that doesn't make any sense, obviously. It's just fun. It's a fun book series, and I am looking forward to the next one. Yeah. So, Expeditionary Force by Craig Allenson. You, you listened to that in a snowstorm, Mom. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember. And I like, yes, I, I remember. I never did go back and finish it. So I think because I was distracted, I didn't get too into it because we were yeah. driving through a snowstorm at the time. Yeah, so. that was rough. Yes. I'm close. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. My number one is um, a series by Patricia Cornwell. And she writes about a, a woman who is a chief medical examiner for a forensic pathologist who, um, like a coroner, looks at dead bodies and comes up and solves crimes. And her name is Dr. K. Scarpetta. 
and it is gruesome. There is just some real gruesome stuff that she sees and goes through, but it is so clever and so good. And so, so, so much science mixed in with it, that it makes it believe it really could happen. You know, it's, it's not, Uh, uh, it just seems so true to life. So I really enjoy, um, Patricia Cornwell is an author and um, she wrote uh, a lot of books about Dr. K. Scarpetta. And once again, a lot of interesting characters like K's niece is very interesting and K's husband. And, you know, it's just really very interesting, interesting people. She has a real good friend who's works for the cops for, you know, works for the police force. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's just really a very, just a very good, uh, well-rounded bunch of characters again. So That's I just great. love mysteries, as you can tell. <laughs> yeah. I definitely have a genre and you do you too. Yes, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Very good. So cool. well, I are- hope everybody enjoyed our uh our uh contribution to the pitch and catch. Yeah, me too. So well that wraps up another episode of the Play Hard Podcast. Um I hope you have enjoyed yourselves. I know that my mom and I have enjoyed, um, you know, hosting it. Yeah, it's been a a good time. (laughs) I get to learn a little bit more about Trevor and you get to learn a little bit more about book series. (laughs) There you go. I mean, yeah, I think uh, I've definitely learned a lot about you, mom, doing this podcast. There you go. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Tune in again later.